0: This is SG Pun, a Stargate podcast. I just tell you, this has been bugging me for a long time, and this is the first episode where I feel like they definitely use this word. What the fuck is MALP? MALP. I thought for a long time they were saying, let's send the mount through, because there's like a camera mounted to a little robot. That's definitely MALP.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I spe- And
0: yeah. is it an acronym?
1: I'm sure it is.
0: Which does not spell like that in the in the in the closed captions, it just spelled like the word MALP. I don't know what that means. How about a minute to why isn't O'Neill playing audience dum dum and going, Oh, MELP? We want to refresh me on what MELP is since I've been retired. That have been great. Just one moment. Yeah, he tells me so much shit I know.
1: O'Neill, that was a long day. It sure was, Teal. Let's go get a glass of MALP. For you, buddy.
0: Teal could ask what MALP stands for. Hey, just curious. Uh, new here. What's Malp stand for?
1: <laughs> well, if you have to know Audience Surrogate, uh, <laughs> who was not in the military, uh, apparently it's mobile altering laboratory platform. Oh. Platform? That's a that's a stretch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it depends on how you use the word platform. Plat platform? Platform. Will you say what it is again?
1: Mobile all-terrain laboratory platform.
0: Multiple all-terrain laboratory platform. Okay, that makes sense. It sounded like you said altering.
1: Mobile altering.
0: (laughs) And I was like, okay, that's fine. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. Like, that sounds like, I mean, so it does a lot of shit that we don't really see. It's like Curiosity on Mars. Like, it can do a bunch of shit. You know, God, those things
0: must be expensive, man.
1: Um, okay, uh before we continue on, let's uh we've skipped we've skipped our oh, names. I'm Sarah. Hi Sarah. Hi Tori. Hi
0: Oh, that's Tori.
1: Yeah, that that's me. And this is SG Fun.
0: A comfort podcast. A, a Stargate podcast. I forget. Wonderful <laughs> com- comfort
1: those. podcast that just happens to be about Stargate.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still a pandemic. And this is still a pandemic watch. It's more of a pandemic than ever, right, Tori?
1: Wow. It is a little, it feels a little closer to home than it has since March 2020. Yes. Yeah. It's real.
0: It's real. Tori got it.
1: Totally got it.
0: How did you get it? Going going to to Idaho. Going to
1: fucking Idaho.
0: (laughs) Man, I freaked out that you had it. Yeah. This feels a, a lot closer to home.
1: No, I'll tell you, it's the weirdest thing to, like, eat and drink stuff, but not be able to smell it.
0: Right, because taste, smell is such a big part of taste, but it's not all of
1: taste. Yeah, my taste doesn't seem affected in any way, shape or form. Everything tastes just the same. It's just, I, I literally, it's, it, it is really strange. It's just like this, like, absence. It's like, there's nothing there for anything. Kind of Nice. I, I Yeah, I call it liberty. I don't mean to be
0: a dick. I just mean like there's some real bad smells out there.
1: Look, me after six days of being in this bed. <laughs> and, that's how I, and that's how I realized it. Because I was like, I really should be stinking up even myself at this point, And I don't smell a fucking thing.
0: I feel like the people who were bringing you Pedialyte may have let you know.
1: But yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode four, The Games Keeper, uh, directed by Martin Wood. Uh, One of the staples.
0: Would he? Uh, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Written by Jonathan Glasner, one of the showrunners. Mm -hmm. As I was uh, watching, uh, my first alternate title was Teal'c's now into wigs. (laughs) But
0: how come he never thought of it before? Especially (laughs) if he could just get that Jerry Crow wig a little bit longer, like from coming to America, it would totally cover his forehead.
1: But by the end of the episode, um uh I think the more apt title is What happens when gardeners have all the power? Ooh,
0: I don't know. This might be the first time. <laughs> no. I had I had some ideas for the title called Who's Barbara? What is Barbara? <laughs> Does O'Neill take How care of Barbara? 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 I wonder what is Barbara's Barbara a doing wife? Now. Is Barbara a goldfish? Is Barbara
1: a car? <laughs> take care Barbara (laughs) yeah yeah I mean and yeah I guess we should uh just get right in oh 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 yeah you know what that means that sound means Sarah
0: oh no my ears are bleeding nowhere at the same time That's Christ. <laughs> i feel like it's too much it's too much alarm because i gotta my ears are bleeding i can here I, let there's me no turn, way I can turn get it out down this building. a bit here we go all right. yeah
1: Whew. all right yeah sarah uh you have 24 seconds to uh, summarize the entirety of this episode's plot themes whatever um or else the mountain blows up go
0: some ding-dong white folks act like they've got no military training and the guy who's like i guess i do what you guys do who's not white just goes and does what they do and they go inside first of all first mistake go inside the dome second mistake put your face near the machine that people are connected to and then be in the machine and and then find a way out of the machine uh, but repeat lots of stuff I feel like I
1: basically did it. No, no, we're blown up. We're blown up. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought that. Well, I, I thought there'd be a Grandhog Day reference in there somewhere.
0: I would never besmirch that movie. They do more of like a Star Trek time loop, mm. but kind of Groundhog, but not as good. Like the it's usually just better.
1: Well, I, well, it's just, yeah. Like when I, you know, like when we get to that first scene and that first like loop, I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, cause I got, ex- you know, I'm like, I like this kind of mm-hmm. stuff and they'll do this whole episode of us, you know, Neil figuring it out and stuff like that. And doing that. But that's yeah. not where it goes as we'll get into,
0: but I do have another alternate title for oh, this. Okay. Bargain basement queue.
1: Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh my God dollar store queue <laughs> dumpster diving queue <laughs> bottom of the mariana trench <laughs> queue like yeah fuck this guy
0: yeah the yeah. brea tar pits <clears throat> queue <laughs> 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 Just him up
1: um all right well yeah let's let, let's get into it uh yeah uh, well we, we start with the quick scene which which I, we haven't seen yet which is is the part of the stargate sg1 process where they've taken the malp
0: yeah the malp is not that useful and they use sometimes several per episode but anyway
1: but it's them like you know uh huddling up and you know looking at the video and and listening to all the spectrometer analysis and being mm-hmm. like yeah that you know hey should we should we go here out of all the planets we have been looking at looks pretty good they're like okay it's mm-hmm. yes, all right i'm it's glad i'm glad to know that i'm not doing it willy-nilly you know sure the sensor shows uh Epcot's spaceship earth in the background <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I was thinking more like Polly Shore, and I'm pretty but, sure the, but, the bad Baldwin brother in Biodome.
1: They just show up.
0: Uh, well, that's the bad Baldwin, right? The Trump Baldwin.
1: The worst Baldwin. The worst Baldwin. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're all. No, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I could be referring to so many of them with, by calling them
1: the bad Baldwin. <laughs> Narrow that shit down. <laughs> Um, my
0: apologies if it's the less bad baldwin
1: <laughs> the less bad well yeah so uh, they go immediately there and it's a beautiful uh garden like eden earth yeah looks
0: great With people human beings attached to weird creepy borg-like pods no problem no problem <laughs> tubes
1: i did kind of like the design probes. Of, the design of them they're pretty very they're very geigerish you know so they go into the terrarium and see more of these See empty uh, Geiger seats.
0: Here was my comment upon entry to the biodome and seeing the humans hooked up. Question. Run. Run. Anyone? Run away. Come back later. Take precautions. Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. get too close. Don't stick your face at it. <laughs> Mostly just run is my question.
1: Well, I mean, well, the, the well, I, although, yeah, now that I have a question about, it, it's like why are these chairs like actively like tra- entrapping people? You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's that's not talked about later.
0: Why are there extra ones? <laughs> that's that's a good question for later.
1: and a perfect number of extra ones as well.
0: <laughs> i you know, I felt like it would have, I was complaining too much if I said that, so I'm glad you did. And and at this point, they see them, they're sticking their face in them. And I'm like, even Teal, because I have it on super good authority from like every single Black comedian working, and some now working, that that is some white people nonsense, some white people (laughs) horror movie nonsense. And I want to say, this just goes to show you that there is more to representation than making Black men touch like tough ultra butch aliens you know <laughs> like geordie LaForge. no but but like michael dorn like fucking wharf and teal because there's more to representation than just being like i don't know let's get a big butch black dude and happen to be an alien because um i feel like um i don't know Uh, an african-american would have been like (laughs) hard no the
1: three the three of them get sucked in and he's just standing he's just standing there like shaking his head
0: he's just eating popcorn and like i don't know uh you know i don't know general they put their faces right fucking in there
1: he's like that's Uh, what i would have done and he's like i know i know
0: i i know i know um (laughs) I wish I could ask to talk to like literally anyone else, but I'm the only black person inside the mountain.
1: Um, well, yeah, well, yeah, they all do some white people nonsense and get stuck in their troves go into their heads.
0: And they show, they show each one of them. How about those props? How about oh, those yeah, yeah. shower yeah. curtain, knot and like those tension bar things sort of painted silver and sort of touching their temples.
1: I mean, it looks kind of, com- the seats look comfortable other than the trudes. Like,
0: like Sam Carter's like probe wasn't even fully on her temple. <laughs> I'm in a complaint about the show mood today. I apologize. It's like really hard to rewatch a show that is a Groundhog Day show.
1: All right. Well, so we cut the title and cut back to Tealcan O'Neill in uh, World War One fatigues. Some military cosplay going on, and and what? Whoa, 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 whoa What? Kowalski shows up. Yeah, Kowalski and John. No,
0: <laughs>
1: no, who? No one does. Like, like <laughs> O'Neill. Like he's like Kowalski. The audience knows who Kowalski is, and yeah, John. What? I was
0: confused for a minute because I thought he was calling Kowalski Colonel, and I was like, this is like a whole ul- alternate reality. Yeah,
1: yeah. But no, yeah, John's the Colonel. O'Neil's a captain. And this is the worst part of the show so far for O'Neill because he, he winces as a captain. He's like, ugh.
0: I like that. <laughs> That's good acting. And that makes sense. That's something that makes sense. But I will say what doesn't make sense is I feel like the Colonel is like the youngest, like yeah. he's a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely.
0: So Teal'c is wearing a beanie pulled down to his eyebrows yeah and o'neill is like what the fuck is this you're both supposed to be dead and he's getting a, a little bit in trouble and so he's like okay well what the fuck is this and he pulls off tilk's cap expecting to reveal his um gold tattoo and is they're like dude he's been on our team longer than you have thomas
1: to thomas, thomas. Has been here forever
0: <laughs> and Tilka is just like okay he doesn't say, no, I have it. He doesn't say, well, you guys, this is weird. He just goes, okay. But, and then they don't think it's weird that he's only hanging out with O'Neal.
1: He pulls his hat off and this fucking wig, this fucking, this
0: fucking wig, wig.
1: Oh, man. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Paul McCartney meets McNulty from The Wire. Like, it's fucking.
0: (laughs) It's like if you took TJ Hooker's wig Mm. and pressed it with your, your, your regular clothes iron and then put it on Teal's head.
1: And it's done. And and it's like prepped up by like, I don't know, the style, the stylist for Hasselhoff or something like.
0: Yeah, and it's been made <laughs> shiny. It's been shellacked <laughs> as well. Ugh, I must have uh, felt like such a dork that day. <laughs> Let's hope that was just one day of filming.
1: They had to reshoot that scene several times. They used several different wigs until they finally hit that one, and it was like, perfect. We kind of we kind of learned that this is a, a memory of O'Neill's like they're there. It's a mission. They're in East Germany. They're there to get Boris. It's the (laughs) eighties,
0: right? So it's still the cold war and they got to get a Russian guy who weirdly is being, so is he, is the Russian guy must be in an East German safe house, not being held by they make it seem like he's being held by the East Germans, but they were friends with the, with the Russians. So defo, they are trying to kidnap this guy from yeah. a safe house. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. The defenses are strong because apparently John died here. Mm-hmm. They, go through the, they, they go through the mission. O'Neill like remembers that there's a sniper on the roof, even though John's intel didn't say anything about that. He was like, Yeah, there's just like two dudes. There's just two dudes in the house or something.
0: No, their satellite intel's trash garbage.
1: I'm like, all right, O'Neill. If this is a memory, you got this. Let's re- re- redo, redo it up. Sort of, it sort of helps them. And then, but then, yeah, then everything goes to shit. Dudes come out of the bushes. They kill John.
0: Take care of Barbara for me.
1: Um... Take care, Barbara. <laughs> when he said bar, <laughs> when he said Barbara, and I was like, all right, how many more times in this episode are am I going to hear the word Barbara? only
0: one more time time, it was was enough for me and i hope that barbara is a fancy goldfish
1: (laughs) just see just see o'neill like (laughs) caring for this goldfish through the years i hope
0: hope we did take care of it
1: yeah i hope so too
0: because i've never seen him take care of it because goldfish probably doesn't live that long and i've never seen him take care of a human or an automobile
1: or a son or
0: a son named Barbara.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. So they, yeah, he has a, he has a, he has a heartbreaking moment that he's like tilk. This is a, and then uh, the truck rolls over again and they all come out and that's when we all realize, Oh, it's a micro groundhog day. Sweet. Sweet. Um, we cut to Carter and Jackson at the New York museum of art.
0: Oh my God. I totally forgot about these guys
1: oh yeah this one's great daniel's in some like hippie shit
0: i know they're both like they're both wearing like (laughs) we're cool old-timey like archaeology people he's basically wearing so he's wearing that one of those like mexican um pullovers woven pullovers which were really big in the early 90s and
1: yeah. Is it, would this be, this would be like the early, like late eighties, early nineties oh, time. Yeah. because
0: So my sister graduated high school in 1990 and all of her friends had one and they called themselves, it was the, the dead couch society. Okay. Cause they oh. like dead couches <laughs> kind of like dead poets society. They call themselves the dead couch society. So he's a member of the dead couch society. And then I do not know what Samantha is wearing because it is like, Something that's open on the front, but for some reason, she's also wearing like a white camisole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, who dressed her?
1: (laughs) Well, we'll learn. Bargain,
0: basement, (laughs) (laughs) you.
1: Hey, look, he's a, he's a gardener, not, not, not a fashion designer.
0: That is fair. (laughs) I think that's fair. You would think if you have an eye for one, you might be able to generalize your eye, but I know Mm -hmm. not everyone can.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of, uh, dead things, uh, we go to like this section museum where a huge 30 ton cover stone is being, uh, is suspended in the air being dropped down with two, um, uh, middle-aged people right underneath it.
0: Yeah absolutely necessary so there's like some pillars or or columns and this cover stone is supposed to be supported by these columns and it's on like a chain that wouldn't hold an angry dog
1: okay look 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 i got i got i could spend hours talking about the shoddy rigging on this
0: yeah okay
1: that's a 30 uh gauge chain it can't hold Anything it can maybe hold like one to one to two tons, but not suspended in the air. And that is a grade A three eighth inch shackle, nowhere near what they would be needed. Like the New York, it looked
0: like it looked like the free carabiner that comes with a free dog water <laughs> travel dish. It was some absolute nonsense. Do you think that chain could hold even one determined angry pit bull? Because or just motivated pit bull, like they can pull like motherfuckers. It's part of what they're bred for is to pull. You think if there was a treat a foot away from a pit bull on a chain like that, that that pit bull couldn't break that bullshit? Because I think,
1: yeah, no, no, it couldn't. Especially if the pit bull was uh, uh, weighed thirty tons and and made of limestone, they couldn't.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the chain was like already broken, and nobody like checked that first.
1: Yeah, no. They, they didn't have enough money to hire a competent rigging company. They, they, where's OSHA? This is bullshit.
0: And also, because they're also, aren't these like a priceless museum display? Like I know they're the archaeologists, but I bet there's a professional like moving team for that. There are, there's got to be movers that specialize in fucking museum installations. So this is absolute trash and garbage and they're standing right, right under underneath. it. <laughs> And and poor Daniel is fucking this is why I call it the trauma time machine. My God, Michael Shakespeare shows that little kid trauma. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a long story short. Yeah, it it falls. James snaps. It falls.
0: Oh, sorry. That 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 was obvious. His parents are both killed, but he only is upset about mommy. He only goes, Mom, he doesn't give a fuck. His dad's kind of a dick, you know, his dad is kind of a dick. I was going to say we find out later his dad's kind of a dick.
1: And also, well, although um, it is kind of fun to see a little bit of the backstory for Daniel, we never learned that who his parents were. We learned that he was adopted in the movie, uh, but we didn't know his parents were like also Egyptian archae- or Egyptologists.
0: <laughs> Wait, who adopted him in the movie?
1: I I guess those parents, those people.
0: Oh, he was adopted by those
1: people, or or oh, or maybe his after that, had,
0: he had someone had to adopt him after that because he, he was still Danny.
1: I guess so uh, maybe like 8 8 years old 10 years old something like that maybe yeah. maybe even are younger I don't know Well anyway so okay so yeah so we're starting to get an understanding of what the hell is going on uh trauma yeah. the trauma time machine
0: we go back to um Tilk and uh what's his name McIver
1: Manil's like trying to d- Redo the mission, and they're like hanging out, and he's like, "All right, no, wait, they're they're in the bushes, but no, this time the shooters are on the roof, and then they shoot and kill John, and he he tells him to take care of Barbara again. <laughs> take care of
0: Barbara, and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be his wife. I'm just like so like fuck you at the notion. Like I can't imagine like my husband's last words to someone being like, take care of Sarah. That probably like tell Sarah how much I love her, not take care of her. She's a fucking baby. She's yours now. Yeah. Here's here's
1: the deed (laughs) sign on the dotted line.
0: Sorry. She's already because of surgery. She's already in menopause, but she's yours now. Uh. But Guyver's like, fuck this. I don't want to play no more. As soon as they're like, I don't want to play. You start seeing all of these weirdos in like they're like, um, is, it, fuck, is it, is it called a nabaya where it's full coverage mm. where you can only see at the eye, but it's, but they're gauzy. So they're, <laughs> they're like a really ineffective one.
1: I thought they um, looked like tall dinks from space balls. Well, yeah, well, so that happens, and they go back, and it sort of starts to to restart. But then an ungaussed uh, creeper uh, steps forward, and is like, "Keep, keep going with the game."
0: Yeah, this and this is our bargain basement cue.
1: Well, yeah, so this this dude is the keeper uh, of all that is around and all that might be. And he's like, "You got to, you got to, you got to keep playing. You got to keep doing it."
0: I like the way you're imitating him. He sounded a little bit like that guy from the. Planet where Daniel was like, rape is cool. Some places um, Well, his, yeah, his, his dialect but,
1: is the same, but his is is uh, the timber of his voice is like a little different.
0: Yeah. And I recognize this actor and I'm like, did he like, it's almost like he's like, what show am I going to get a part on? Stargate. OK, show me an episode. And they only showed him that episode of the planet. With those people where the Broca divide. And so he was like, OK, I'm going to do a little bit of that.
1: I'll just do a little extra. But yeah, yeah that'll, that'll yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Actually, yeah, I'm but-
0: going to tone it back a bit because that guy was the most extra.
1: <laughs> well, you know, good on Neil. He's like, I, I, I don't want to play. And you know what? Actually, at that point, I was like, you know, good, good on this angle for the show, you know.
0: Yeah, somebody should be like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna play." You know, Captain Picard would have done the same thing. So would Captain Kirk, and so would Captain Janeway, and so would Captain Cisco, formerly Commander Cisco. Every fucking single one of them would have been like, "I'm not playing this shit," and so would all of the many, many, many captains of Discovery. And so would Acting Captain Riker. But you know who quit playing the fastest? Sam Carter. <laughs> Captain Doctor S- I I, I yeah, totally disagree. Samantha. I
1: totally disagree with that. What are you talking she about? She
0: went through. She, she and Daniel went through way like two two iterations. Like O'Neill, like played like four or five times, and he was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And Samantha was like, "This is um, not real, and we're not doing it."
1: Well, no, she just got enamored by all the tech and was like, "How does it work? How does this work?" <laughs> what does it she she nerded out basically.
0: That's true. She was like, oh, you look traumatized by one of my best friends. Anyway, this is pretty amazing if you think about it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, no, but see, but that's the thing. It's like, cause it's, it's this uh, idea of he's like, he's like, you've played this over through your mind many times and you would you want to play it over. But then, but then O'Neal's like, but he's, but he's like, he's like, look, but if that means I have to like basically go through this trauma over and over again. Yeah. No, thanks, dude.
0: Yeah, he's treating it like it's just like a a, 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 is that a bad video game or a good video game? One where you can't learn the level.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, and they start to see the creepy dinks uh, coming coming out of the, the woodwork.
0: Or the people in the if an Abaya could be lingerie, which would defeat the whole purpose. I understand. I don't mean to be like a dickhead i'm just saying these were like see-through
1: uh well uh jackson tries one more one more time to get his parents out of there He, he tries to talk to his parents and they're not having it
0: it's so cute because they call him danny and he's like oh okay he's like you guys have to come right away i broke my leg
1: yeah 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 he really tries yeah
0: he never gets a chance because of sam he never gets a chance to be like you guys have to come right away because just, have you looked at the rigging
1: yeah just just this is this is standard osha safety procedure <laughs>
0: they, they
1: they don't even have hard hats where are the hard hats? you guys hats?
0: have to wait until the professional like foreman gets here <laughs> this is not your fucking this is not your shit <laughs>
1: I don't know if you remember this, like this, this graphic, but the keeper shows up like he transmogrifies from like a random museum goer. She like turns around and is like, ah, and then like <laughs> morphs into dime store Q. It's so <laughs> I thought it I, it looked fuck. I was like scared. Like I, it was creepy as hell. I don't know. Uh, but he gives Jackson the same spiel as he gives O'Neill daniel tries one more time he goes straight up to his parents doesn't doesn't go well they they die well and they they the coverstone falls again and it like cuts to carter really quick and she's like oh god how many times i gotta hear that fucking shit (laughs) she's like that is like
0: literally nails on a chalkboard because it is like sandstone against sandstone and it it's just
1: (laughs) an egyptologist brain
0: Oh, I cannot stand it. It's like the sound of a huge pimple popping or cyst popping at the same time as nails are going down chalkboard. And I swear to fucking god, Daniel, we're not playing anymore.
1: Well, well, yeah, yeah. I think Shank, he gives like a pretty like heartbreaking cry, you know. It's pretty good. He does a good job. He does a good job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he looks pretty good in that pullover.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Although I, I had I had a thought at this point. I was like, you know, if they don't want to keep playing this game, why don't they just leave? Enjoy New York in terms of like the mechanics of the loop. There's no res- they don't like reset to like a spot. It just the thing itself keeps playing out. But they don't. But they don't reset. Just go. Just go outside.
0: That's a great point. Here's the thing. That I think would happen is they would get to experience like five minutes tops. They wouldn't even have time to get a pretzel or a dog because <laughs> Man, they <I'll-> would. Because <laughs> if you saw when like O'Neill and Teal sat it out everyone still died and then it reset
1: but that'd be pretty fun you know go see late 80s new york city you know just kind of just from one just, spot just say fuck the keeper and
0: you're, yeah i mean you're right i would have left the building too even <laughs> if it, for five minutes absolutely
1: okay well so the keeper's like fine and uh he teleports o'neill and Tealk into this fun time vr session
0: Which is good because this, this situation is definitely less threatening to everyone. everything and everyone except Daniel's like psyche.
1: But
0: (laughs) It's less threatening than being in East Germany during the cold war as special forces.
1: Oh, well, yeah. So they're asking questions like what exactly is and keepers like it's, we can make anything and it all exists in your minds and, and Carter's ever the nerd. And she just keeps being like, how's it work? Is it this, Whereas this? Everyone
0: else is like, why would we want to do this? Yeah. Can we
1: leave? Can why we, are we, we
0: doing shitty memories? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carter, put your notebook away. Like we got, we got to get mm-hmm. out of here. How about the time I celebrated
0: my engagement? How about the time I got that job? You know, how about the time I graduated from college? How about that one good Christmas from childhood?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and he, and the keeper keeps saying that like, they're the ones in control, but that's clearly not true. Like, He's basically playing out the situation changing get, it even
0: gaslighting motherfucker
1: oh well yeah I mean that uh, and apparently this is all for the entertainment of his residence
0: oh my god I do love the way Daniel puts it in O'Neill terms
1: Oh shit what, what is what's he saying He's
0: like he he looks at him, basically this is for O'Neill and he's like yeah I get it we're like new software. Imagine you were stuck for a thousand years with a VCR and five movies. Wouldn't you want four more movies? You would do like anything to get like more content. Like I can't do the Goonies one more goddamn time. Or like, oh, the worst thing would be like, I can't do ET one more goddamn time. Thank God. What's this Mac in me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'll last us a good 500 years, that fucking like dense comedic <laughs> masterpiece. The,
0: the same movie, but not as good, I'm I'm, I'm guessing because I never saw Mac and me. I'm tired of Star Wars. What's this Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> wonderful.
1: Well, and then the Keeper's like, oh, well, not four because two of you are immune. Uh, th- this one here.
0: I had been wondering why a tilk and carter didn't get their own so i'm glad they explained something finally in an episode oh yeah
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. to, to, i guess because of the yeah the old presence uh present and past first carter
0: which by the way can we talk again about yeah no shit i figured that out as soon as he said that she was immune i was like oh it's because of joel and r but like nobody wants to take time to tell me what a mouth is and <laughs>
1: Well, so the keeper is like, Well, we can't let you go. And you have you have to stay in your you have to stay in your chambers because the world is uninhabitable. And they're like, that's bullshit.
0: There's an amazing garden up there. But I was thinking, how do you know what is habitable and uninhabitable? Oh, I guess they're human. They did to assess that. Okay, yeah. Nope. They're absolutely right.
1: The keeper is like, I monitor it all the time. I meanwhile, the residents, like the other, the people in the, in the gauze are like, yeah. they're there and they're like, Oh, what, what? what? They're
0: like, no, you're getting lied to. You're getting shafted. Next thing you know, he's like, okay, you can leave.
1: And the thing, and the thing is, is that again, Carter, like it, I, I can't decide whether she's being played as like super ignorant that this dude is a complete sham or she's just so such a nerd that she's like, like, distracted. She's genuinely trying to tell him he's mistaken. You know what I mean? She's like, Yeah, your, your sensors must be wrong. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm like,
0: probably, I do. I, I think Carter is like not very cynical. So she's like, Oh, there's no way he would be trying uh, to control these people. That mm. would be, which would be my first thought because I'm a social worker, but it's her last thought because somehow being in the military and being a scientist has left her. Naive about other people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, O'Neill isn't flummoxed by it. He's like he knows a Wizard of Oz when he sees one, and he's like, Ooh. "Yeah, no, this is bullshit."
0: That's another good title. O'Neill knows a Wizard of Oz when he sees one.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well, and he and yeah, they're really starting to get into it now. But before they can it can come to a head, the Keeper's like, "Fine, I didn't want you here anyway." <laughs>
0: Yeah. You were never welcome. So bye.
1: So, yeah. So we cut to them getting out of the pod. And then again, thanks. Thanks to Carter. She's like, wasn't that a bit too easy? And it's like, thanks for letting me know about the twist that it's inevitably going to happen. Thanks, Carter.
0: I know. He's like, yep, it sure was.
1: Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, now we cut to base. Dr. Fraser you- in the house. But not really. Well, we have- <laughs> give, give give me five minutes. Okay, <laughs> and I think
0: this is like—was she listed? This is the first time she was just in the list of guest stars instead
1: of special guest star.
0: I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, this episode yeah.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, she's checking them out. Apparently, they got a bunch of holes in them everywhere from the machines, but she's like, "That's cool." And yeah, then, they're fine. <laughs> and then she says this great line, which is, would be his perfect line in in any out of context situation. Pupil dilation is bang on. <laughs> that shit is I fucking love. That. Oh,
0: God damn it! I wish my pupil dilation was <laughs> bang on. Because <laughs> I assume that means when I'm like an inch away from the mirror, going, "Whoa, look what my pupils are doing."
1: <laughs> i start using that in, in normal day life. <laughs>
0: how was your day
1: well pupil dilation is bang on
0: i feel like okay then it's a lament yeah my pupil dilation is bang on oh (laughs)
1: well, (laughs) i got that so there's that (laughs) my pupil dilation
0: is bang on so you know i'm not having like an awesome day (laughs) just having a day
1: well, we cut to uh, the debriefing and, you know, and Jackson's like, we got to go back and save the people and Hammond's like, who who are we to tell how someone uh, tell people who live on a different planet how to live their lives?
0: Yeah. And then daddy immediately shifts gears and is like, <laughs> yes. you know what? You're right. You should save them. The best way is to go back in.
1: Well, and then also the, and the another weird part aspect of this is Dr. Frazier's in the meeting and she's like, if I may. And I was like, you may, Dr. Frazier.
0: And why are you? you this may. is like your why first are you meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who imagined that? Because yeah, anyway,
1: they somehow come to the, quickly come to the conclusions that they need to go jack back in. And I'm like, oh, OK. Oh, oh. Yeah, but
0: thank goodness. O'Neill's like what? That is super fucked. What are you talking about? <laughs> like Everyone else is like, oh, this is pretty quiet about it. And O'Neill's like, that is super duper garbage, like no. And then and then daddy starts going with the heart cell of like, what it sounds like fun.
1: Yeah. Good job, Don Davis. Like he he, like the actor of Dime Store Q was like, all right, Don. So when you're trying to play me like just, you know, Lilt every third syllable for no real reason. (laughs) But just do that.
0: And just whatever you do, don't be believable. like just say some shit you would never say (laughs) it could be fun you could go anywhere i have examples for all of you i have examples of things i didn't even know about (laughs) the the only weird guy would know about from yeah like and when he says to o'neill he's like well you could see your
1: son i was like "Damn, damn dude jesus christ right yeah well, yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's a twist. They're still in the system. And I was like, that's not the real Dr. Frazier. Fuck you.
0: And I was like, that's not the real Daddy Hammond because Dr. Frazier's not really a main character. Huh?
1: Yeah. Well, so they get arrested by faux daddy. Taken to right the by daddy.
0: Wait, which I missed it. Which brig were they taken to? Were they taken to the 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 Hawthorne brig? Where <laughs> the living were? were they taken to the fancier? No, the 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 were, brig, the one where all the ladies were laser brig. The tape
1: were taken. All right, uh,
0: <laughs> that set, that
1: set still exists. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they're in there, and they're they're just talking about it. And apparently, apparently, Kowalski is one of the guards, and he's like, "Why are you resisting this? do you miss me a little bit?" It's like you want to stay here. I, hey, D- hey, Daniel, remember I remember how I made you laugh that one time. Oh, hey, and Colonel, I kicked your butt at street hockey. Don't you want to do that again? And nobody know, else can kick your butt at street hockey. I, I Aj, A- I, Jay Acavone, the actor, can get more screen time and actors' union credits.
0: Yeah, just I,
1: stay like, in the system.
0: <laughs> like I'm, I, you don't know how many times I've ad libbed this scene. For the benefit of the writers <laughs> and the showrunners but i guess i'm fucked so meanwhile the guy who plays teal's mentor is going to be in every episode for the rest of our lives until we're sick of seeing his fucking face
1: well o'neill right hooks him and they and they bust out and then and they run right into the residents the, the gods yeah. people,
0: and they're like okay and what's funny is carter is like oh colonel do you think we're still in the thing? Oh. It's like, it's like oh, it's like we're watching the good place. And O'Neill is um <laughs> Kristen Bell and the only one who gets that they're in the bad place every time.
1: Well, yeah. Well, so yeah, the residents are like, we'd like to learn more about how the outside is not like a poisonous wasteland. And it's oh, right. nice. They're like,
0: we've been looking for you because we caught a little bit of what you said before the gamekeeper sent you away, and we're like what and then O'Neill's like oh gamekeeper's been lying to you and they're like oh who are we going to believe these dorks or the guy who's been taking care it's a it's it's a pretty short conversation considering that's a really good point
1: (laughs) well neil's so neil's like all right well then come on well let's go through the gate like and show them the planet in the simulation or something so the gate starts but then Hammond's up in the. Con- it goes out and Hammond's in the control room. Oh, it's like, like he's like
0: unauthorized, unauthorized, flailing, slapping <laughs> his arm. It's so flailing like he's got unauthorized stargate
1: activation. This, there's, 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 pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> so they, so they run after him, and then he transmogrifies into the keeper, and the keeper, <laughs> fucking the keeper's sashaying away uh well and then this is a weird transition because they're like running down a hallway and then it sort of turns into the the garden world and then they meet they see o'neill jacked into the machine and then it just sort of cuts back to them in the actual machines and they and they leave it's kind of strange
0: yeah and then they're like kind of pissed for good reason because the keeper shows up and it turns out he's been tending these gardens the whole time he's like got ocd garden tendencies (laughs) and um he's like they're like wait a minute so we could get out the whole time because there were these portals and the guy's like yeah and O'Neill's like no fuck you you got to know that there's portals (laughs) this is a really great example like they should i feel like this would be good a good episode to use as a therapist if i were still one but like where like the gaslighters well you could have left all the time and O'Neill's like no mm. you gotta know there's portals mm. and then he's like well now people know there's portals and carter's like we have to know there's somewhere to go <laughs> and then he's like well i guess you told him there's somewhere to go and then i mean that's for real but then they all start showing up in the garden
1: yeah n- none of that makes sense because like if he's like controlling if it's a vr sim, if it's a simulation then like he can t- put what the portals anywhere he want. like none of it like it's all like so all over the place and so broad that it doesn't make any sense
0: speaking of all over
1: well and then and, and another weird thing about this is that like so they yeah they catch the dude and we also learn that like they've been doing this for like a thousand years
0: I- like really confused too because even they're humans so i'm like oh my god you should just stay this is like the best way to be like fry from futurama is instead of just being like in stasis like you can be like having experiences with your buds like yeah. they're kind of like in cryo freeze in a way but also that guy the the ga- groundskeeper gamekeeper he's kind of um <laughs> He's kind of aging more than everyone else because he's been tending to this motherfucking garden. That's why it's not overgrown. It's a huge, like beautiful garden.
1: Yeah, no, no, it, it's great. But his motivations are weird because he's like, he's like, our people are stagnating and it's like, well, yeah, they've been sitting on their asses playing cheap VR for a thousand years. Let yeah, them out.
0: They, they deserve it because our race is it's <laughs> one of those things that's like, Hey humans, snap to attention, pay attention. Our race chemically destroyed our environment. And I'm like, it does not matter. You don't, you don't even need to be sci-fi real scientists can tell us we're doing that. And we won't stop. <laughs> like, I feel like every other episode is like, and then we poisoned our world. Yeah. Like, hmm, hmm. yep. We're not stopping.
1: Yeah. As you said, um, yeah. So they, so, but all the residents now know how to get out. So they just get out of their own accord and they start pilfering out.
0: They start picking flowers No, no, no. <laughs> and they start to like, oh my God, Tori, they start to walk on the grass. Look,
1: look, look, Hey, at the, <laughs> Hey, at the very least, his motivation is now completely transparent. He just wants to keep his garden nice. God damn it! I don't know.
0: He sees he sees it as a microcosm. He's like, first my garden, and that's the whole planet.
1: Well, and to be fair, they, as you point out, they do just start fucking with it. They're like pulling out flowers, digging up shit. If I had a garden like that, I'd be a little pissed.
0: You know what? They've been stuck in VR. For a thousand years, like they're bored of VR sex.
1: (laughs) Beyond bored, they've had so much VR sex.
0: Yeah, that they're just like uh, they're probably gonna die out as a species because they're like, oh, we're
1: we don't want the real thing anymore. (laughs) They're
0: gonna like have to get in touch with the Asgard and be like, tell us how to never touch each other again. But keep going (laughs) (laughs) is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> man, well, man, uh, man, I, I, it was just what a weird turn of mood that the episode took. Like, it,
0: oh, I know, because the guy is just like losing his shit. He needs like a fucking clonopin but he's got to like chew it up. <laughs> or do they have shots of that? He is a shot of that. He's just a hand. garden.
1: He's just this dude who decided to make a garden and, and just wanted to keep it nice. Like, that's it. That's all it's that's yeah.
0: happening. sort it of like maybe he started out going like, oh, my God, it might be clean out there. I'll go check so no one else gets hurt. And he's like, oh, it's nice out here. I'm just going to yeah, start a gonna, tiny uh, little, yeah. just a little pea patch yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. And before, you know, he's got this giant like English garden and he's just like, no, it's my garden. Yeah, I can't
1: let these ruffians out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ruffians. <laughs>
1: uh and so and so but that but that's it well o'neil and you know, they talk to residents they're like hey, yeah we'll help you out we'll bring some supplies or whatever get you going
0: And do they really need supplies because it turns out they can just like i don't know they've got a garden did that guy not plant any fucking food but so they can just like plant some crops and then just go back into vr mode until those crops are cool
1: well yeah yeah they don't have to totally get rid of the of the of the of the, of the seats you know they can it can still be yeah. a nice recreational activity.
0: Do you think that supplies means like um, mating pairs of goats or something? Because they probably didn't bother to hook up, they didn't know as arc their shit very well. It's only humans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, well, and that's the end of the episode. That's, that's the How do the-
0: all those plants survive without like bees?
1: Oh well, I'm sure there was something around, you know. Are or maybe you, not? Are you well, sure
0: there was something well, around?
1: It made me think of like, yeah, is a thousand years actually enough time for like a com- for a complete for natural terraforming to go back to that? Like, I, I suppose it depends on how they poison the planet. I suppose.
0: Man, I'm trying to think on the 100. How many years it had been? Because I think the answer is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't think it's been quite that long. I forgot to watch the last season of that show, but I feel like that's a first season question. Hey, Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Mm.
1: Uh, yes. Yes, I was. Uh, not very much so. Despite this episode being all over the fucking place, I had a blast watching it. Maybe Say it's more. just because I came out of COVID trance. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did nothing but watch a bunch of shit. So I I, it's not like it was anything new, but I don't know. Just the fact that I was getting back to normal a little bit, you know? I mean, I
0: did send you that TikTok of shows to
1: watch. (laughs) There you go. But I had a lot of fun watching it. So, yes, I I was comforted by watching this episode. Yes. How about you?
0: No. (laughs) And maybe because I'd already seen this episode and it's impossible to watch an episode like this twice unless it's exceptional which this one wasn't and so i'm like back to cranky face mode from like the first when we first started doing this um and I, I know the show gets a lot better and there's better episodes but i wasn't looking forward to rewatching it and then it was a minute between the last episode and this one and so i forgot about it and so when i queued it up today i was like oh fuck
1: <laughs>
0: so i'm probably gonna be much more comforted by the next episode okay um which is not time to talk about yet it's, it's time to talk about hey tori yeah did you have identify a yeah me or ne for the show meaning like i would definitely want to be that character i don't care if i'm that character and no way in hell do i want to be that character
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no yeah it was it was pretty easy my yeah uh what it's a tie it's a tie between daniel and O'Neill, and mostly i just liked them i just liked both of them in this episode i think they had their priorities straight you know they just they just kept they didn't like go off course and shanks i thought he i i thought he really did a really good job he just he was very uh performative and i and i really enjoyed it my ne. Nah, is the rigging job at the faux New York Art Museum <laughs> it, you know I must
0: fit on this microphone.
1: I mean, I mean rigging is part of my profession, like I you know, and it's oh shit. it's so like shitty that like it's just it was it was just hilarious. And my meth is teal Teal's wig. Uh, <laughs> it's all right, but you know, let's cycle through a couple more there. Yeah. Let's Yang get it. And get let's, it right. It's really get It right.
0: They should hire Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. He's a wig master in Hollywood.
1: There you go. Um, what about you, Sarah? What's your, yeah, net nah, and meh.
0: I don't know if O'Neill's ever been my, yeah, before mm. I doubt it, but he's definitely my, yeah. Cause he's the smartest bitch on this episode. Mm. Mm -hmm. He's constantly like, this is (laughs) bullshit," And he's also doesn't get, he's not an insensitive asshole who gets caught up in like, ooh, science is cool. My meh would be Teal'c because he's just like, hmm, I'm pretty disinterested. This seems like it's really rough for you, but since I never talk a lot, you don't seem to expect much from me. (laughs) Uh, So I will just do what you're doing, but I'm not very invested. This is kind of a cakewalk day for me as far as this all goes. And then my ne or nay, the guy who plays Kowalski, I guess. <laughs> it's just not going to work out, is it?
1: <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who many knows how many time loop episodes are going to keep? Well, I guess you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've cataloged all this shit in my memory.
1: You got a Kowalski is in this episode page in your notebook.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. I am on season 10 and I just, it's amazing to me how an actor can be amazing in one series. And then they put them that same actor in another series. And you're like, what if that actor's character just didn't come back from a mission? So
1: all right. well, so what, what do we got on the docket?
0: All right. We got season two, episode five. It's called need. Mm. While walking through a forest on a planet, Jackson saves the life of a beautiful princess who's about to kill herself. So no favor there. SG one is taken prisoner, but Daniel is freed by the ruler when he finds out that he saved his daughter. The rest of SG1 is sent to work in the mines for the rest of their lives. Jackson falls in love with the princess, but also becomes intoxicated by frequent use of a sarcophagus. Will he come to his senses before the rest of SG1 <laughs> are worked to death? Come no. to your senses.
1: Wow, that sounds that sounds fun. I sounds
0: like, like this. F- ep- I like this episode. <laughs> This episode is hella Star Trek.
1: Oh, okay. All right, well, cool. IMO, IMHO. Nice, nice.
0: Come try a. Come try a. We don't have any sponsors, but come try a half bottles of wine. You can drink a whole little bottle of wine. And maybe psychologically you feel like you're drinking more wine and that's why you're so drunk during your podcast. Yeah. Have you finished tap bottles of wine? Come try it.
1: Hey, I do, I do want to give a shout out to Reed's ginger ale. Okay. Just because I've never been a ginger ale guy, Yeah. but, uh, I received some as a COVID gift while I was isolated and it's delicious
0: is it their ginger beer right because they've got spicy ass ginger beer
1: uh reeds ginger ale i I, I don't is there is there a is there a difference
0: yes they make a ginger beer and it is more intense
1: oh Oh. well it's just a delicious little drink and now i'm a ginger ale guy because i I kept asking for it and and so it's really delicious reeds ginger ale come try it come try it Okay. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Thanks, those guys. Okay.
0: Yep. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So, welcome to the last segment called "Get to Know Your Hosts." Hey, Tori. Yeah. What is your absolute dream job?
1: Oh, if I really had like like something that I I think would be like the funnest and just like the Mm Would be like to be like a crooner in Vegas. <gasps>
0: this was amazing. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, to have, ha- to have, to have, yeah, just to, to have like several, like just in house shows at a couple different places or one place and just, just, yeah, work at night, get, go, you know, go in, have a couple drinks, <laughs> just get on oh, stage dope. and just start halfway singing <laughs> for the rest of the night, smoke on stage.
0: sounds so cool
1: maybe play a bit a couple of tunes on the piano
0: just you get to do like that like from the hips finger snapping
1: yeah
0: pretty dope i think that like that'd be full tuxedo collection
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: yeah so many whiskeys on the rocks yeah yeah cool choice
1: Mm -hmm. all right what about you sarah
0: i so My dream job would be, I would love to be like, the problem is I'm not an entrepreneur and I don't know. I could have made this happen, but okay. So my dream job would be to, um, for like a reasonable accessible fee, I would love to be a shopping assistant and friend like buddy for trans women So like, I would like to have a working knowledge of the most like trans women friendly clothing stores in Seattle, in the Seattle area. And I would like to take, be able to take trans women to feel safer, kind of foraying into that situation of shopping because it's partly a therapeutic process and it's just mostly like, can you imagine being a part of like that joy or that comforting, but mostly like that joy of like taking somebody into a space and helping them feel safe there and kind of setting it up to be a safe space so that they can walk out with what they like want and need to feel feminine and beautiful. If that's what they're looking for, that'd be my dream job.
1: Uh, That's great. That seems like a totally doable thing.
0: It does. But like, how do you like approach people and be like, (laughs) You want me to take you shopping?
1: Because, I mean. (laughs) Well, I don't know about the logistics of it, but but Mm -hmm. it feels like something that's like a thing that could happen. Probably. I mean, I suppose I could be a crooner. but, But those aren't really things anymore.
0: I wanted to do that for years. And then I saw a TikTok of actually somebody... Who went to the Zara in Seattle and got treated like shit by the people working there and still walked out with a dress that she looked fucking bombing, but like unfortunately got treated like shit by the people working the dressing rooms. And then, like, really? Fucking Jesus. Like, so much for all the confidence in Gen Z in a liberal city. Cause. Mm. I feel like pretty young people usually work the dressing room, but not always, not always, mm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but maybe it, I don't know. Yeah. And it brought me, that's why it's on my mind. Cause I thought that before.
1: No, yeah, that, that would, that would be awesome.
0: I like clothes a lot and I like
1: therapy stuff a lot. Yeah. You know, a lot of shit about clothes too.
0: Oh, thank you. And I've learned a weird amount, not that this would be useful, but I've learned a weird amount. Maybe it would be because I could do for both because I've learned a really weird amount of detail about men's clothing.
1: All right. Well, should we wrap this? We should wrap this up.
0: Hey, y'all, you don't have to love this podcast, but if you like even one single moment of this listen, which I imagine you did, if you're still listening, please go and give us five stars and like, just gush like about us like a stalker and uh just be another- like five
1: five stars their pupil dilation was bang on
0: yeah that'd be great and and for uh, from all the people who comment about our pupil dilation you'll be entered into a drawing to win pupil dilate just kidding we can't give you drugs i don't even know how to get them
1: or maybe just a nice eye moisturizer you know,
0: oh like a, a like a like a retinal nice cream for around just, the eyes yeah, just, just like know. a. You know, Neutrogena has a surprisingly nice eye retinal. I don't want to <laughs> deal with the complications of sending somebody Neutrogena. All we'll right. just give you a compliment about your eyes. Yes. Yeah. Bang on, bang on pupils. So you could also contact contest us. Don't contest us, but you could contact us at vertical watering hole all one word, all spelled correctly, at gmail.com. You could call us and leave us a message at area code 425-610-6554. Country code one, if you're from out of the country.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.
0: Join us next week here at the Vertical Watering Hole for chit chat.
1: We'll a be recording from the Isle of Man.
0: Where I may or may not be drinking another half bottle of wine, this time Pinot Noir.
1: See ya.